What's up, listeners? Welcome back to the self-proclaimed greatest punk show on the internet. I'm completely kidding. Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. As I hope you already know, we're online at notjustaphase.net and on Instagram at notjustaphase worldwide. Today I'm hyped. This band Kerosene Heights hit me up almost as if they knew I would fall in love with them. Fucking great lyrics. I've been abusing the EP they just dropped called No More Bad Dreams. If you haven't heard this band yet, you're missing out on a great emo band, and we're going to fix that right now. They just dropped this new single last week, so check this out. Yo, this is Chance from Kerosene Heights. This is Things I Do, and you're listening to Not Just a Phase. That's why I said, you know, I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> Got everything on the script here written out. When you're like, oh, you wrote the, yeah, you wrote the EP name the wrong. He's like, yeah. you wrote the EP name wrong. It's no more bad dreams. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Good thing you told me because I read this like a teleprompter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming to chat with us today. How are you guys feeling? Good. Um, just chilling. Yeah, good. I finished a sick fucking song this morning. So I'm pretty stoked about that. That's exciting. Writing new yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Always. Very nice. And uh, Justin's at work sneaking away to do this yes. interview, he tells me. <laughs> Classic. Again, off, off of the clock. I'm putting that on record. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, a likely story. A likely story. Good way to cover your ass, though. <laughs> Off the phone. Sure. So, can you guys just uh, state your name and what role it is you play in the band, so the listeners know your voices? I am Chance, and I play rhythm guitar, and I sing the songs, and I write the lyrics too. And I, my name is Justin, and I play the other guitar. <laughs> The other guitar perfect yeah <laughs> so, did you guys uh did you guys check us out uh, like the show before you agreed to come chat with us today i yeah. did i had actually um 
just by chance when I found the band Koyo. Uh, I always look up just bands and members of bands in the podcast section of Spotify because I'm a nerd and I like to nerd out on music like that. And so I came across your episode with them and um, I really liked how y'all like played full songs and I just, I like the podcast. Yeah, it's, I, I listened to several episodes. I, I started with bands I knew, which was cool that it was like, oh, sweet. He interviewed, like you did Snag and they were one of my, they're still one of my favorite bands. I love that band. Um, Amazing band. The Arrival Note. Yeah, so good. Um, yeah, the Arrival nice. Note. Uh, I'm, I'm a fellow Florida, Florida person man myself. <laughs> oh, are you? Um, yeah, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so is this your guys' first podcast uh, interview then? It is. It is. Yeah. Very first. That's exciting. It's exciting. So I figure, uh, Chance, you listen to podcasts. Which, uh, which podcast do you listen to in your free time? Um, I love that one right now. I've been really into that one um, that Jeremy from Touche Amore does. Touche Amore. I don't know. But, first ever podcast. Uh, first yeah. ever, yes. Yeah, first the ever, Hard yeah. Times one. That one's really mm-hmm. great. I like to listen to a lot of true crime podcasts also and podcasts about drugs are the three things that I'm mainly podcasting podcasts about <laughs> drugs. So as yes. a, uh, as a fan, I mean, I don't partake anymore. I usually just have a little bit of drinks Same. on the weekend, but as a fan, as I used to be a, a heavy recreational user, I'm curious what the, what podcasts, um, the top tier for me, it's called dopey. And uh, they'll have all kinds of people, just like all kinds of musicians and actors and actresses and just all from all worlds that have like struggled with um, addiction of some sort. There's a really good episode with the singer from that um, 80s LA band Fang. Uh, That dude's life is fucking nuts can't recommend (laughs) enough so they're not glorifying it they're talking about like the dark sides of it yeah it's like a it's a sobriety show but they like since you know when you have used a bunch of drugs you can find some humor in the stupid shit that drug addicts do and so (laughs) it's like made for by drug addicts you know i see okay and, yeah. and yourself, Justin, do you have any uh, podcasts you listen to in your free time? Or? To be honest, no, I, li- I will listen to the first ever podcast. I'm, I'm a very like uh, hyper-focused on shit I like kind of person. And uh, so other than that, I think I've listened to Serial uh, when that was a thing. <laughs> um, and then now it's been cool to kind of find some of um, some different podcasts that are sort of into, you know, the listening to bands that I like talk about whatever. Um, so yours has been added to my list now, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not, not always my first thing that I listen to as, as podcasts. Yeah. I, I don't really have the time to, um, outside of having to edit my own voice every week, which gets just awful. Understandable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys have heard the show. I usually like to kick it off by asking how you got into, how you got into punk rock do the origin story so to speak yeah um i guess i'll start since i started but um (laughs) my dad is really into punk rock um so he kind of got me into it at a very very young age and kind of like took me through it as he saw age appropriate i guess like very much starting with bands like The Clash and like the standard Stepping Stones and then later showed me things like The Descendants and Gorilla Biscuits and even like to this day surprised me he's uh, the person that introduced me to his hero is gone which is kind of crazy crust punk band for your dad to show you but um, wild, yeah, yeah I have just loved punk music for as long as I can remember. Yeah, and yourself, Justin, how'd you get into the whole punk thing? Uh, 
probably I, I hanging out when I was in middle school with kids that skateboarded and uh, I was really, really bad at that. Um, but really likes talking about music and we would do yeah. a lot of like trading CDs like, oh, if you like that, I'll bring you a CD next week. Um, and uh, I think really truthfully, probably at that point, somebody traded me um, a Get Up Kids CD. And that was like, oh, what? This is what I have been missing. <laughs> uh, and that really unlocked a lot of stuff that I got really into. Nice. So you mentioned um, earlier, you listened to the arrival note. You're from Florida, you said. Are you still in Florida? Like, where are you guys all from? We're all Asheville, North Carolina based. I, I moved to Asheville. Um, no, I think we all actually moved to Asheville relatively close to the same time, unknowing any of, like, we didn't know anybody else. Um, but I moved here in November of 2019 uh, from Orlando, Florida. Yeah, and so I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, I was just going to add that I moved here in the infamous March of 2020. The infamous, uh, the, the the breakout, I guess, right? Yes. Fun times, fun times. Good times. So what's uh, what's the scene like in your guys' area out there? A lot of punk bands going I, on, a lot of DIY venues, things like that? Or... Yeah, I it, it's been, I mean, I think I, Chance might have a slightly different answer, but I, for it's been hard to kind of gauge that um it shows have really just started coming back um but yeah there there are i mean there's a lot of great uh Asheville bands that really kind of seem to all a lot of them to be kind of like you know breaking out right now which is cool to see yeah there's like a lot of um not a ton of emo bands there are a couple uh convalescent is a sick one usually is a sick one i think uh pictures of vernon is from here now like Mm -hmm. in they're kind of doing stuff but i think they're Asheville based now but there's a ton of cool like post-punk or like indie diy stuff going on for sure nice yeah i wanted to ask if you guys had some favorite locals so it's a decent list yeah, there's a few of Definitely. them. Wednesday also is really cool and good. Yeah, Wednesday is great. Um, Indigo D'Souza is from Asheville, and they're awesome. Uh, there's a, a good, really, really good, one of my favorite bands um, from Asheville is a band called Sinai Vessel um, that is, I guess, relocated from Nashville to Asheville now, uh, and they're awesome as well. I didn't know they were originally a Nashville band. I think they were like a Southeast, uh, but I, most recently was Nashville. And then, yeah, um, Caleb, the singer songwriter for that band just relocated to Asheville. Gotcha. So who are you guys, uh, who are you guys listening to right now from any area, any scene, like any genre, what band are you listening to that you don't think is getting enough attention or you think deserves more attention right now? Me. Do you have a quick answer? Because I'm going to pull up Spotify real quick. Yeah, I, I mean, so I, I am constant. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm like always, that is still something that I think is really fun is finding new bands. Um, there's a, a band from Austin, Texas that just put out a new album. Uh, the band's name is Drunk Uncle. Um, and they yep. just put out a really killer, like kind of Midwestern emo type of album. Um, there's a, I think Boston-based band called Golly Lagging um, that I've been listening to a lot. They are dope. Um, Bin Quad too. Yep. Yeah. There's very sick. Uh, I believe they're still playing. I've, I've some friends of mine in uh, like the Tampa area of Florida um, playing. There's a band called Snacking down there that uh, are amazing. Um, they're still probably one of my favorite live bands. Um, and I definitely feel like they don't get nearly enough attention. So let's get back to you guys. Uh, how did you guys all meet and form this band? I know uh, Chance said you moved there, what, two years ago? And you're not from the area either, Justin. You moved here. So how did you guys all meet and form the band? 
we just started dating the right people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to explain that one for me. Uh, my partner and Justin's fiance are best friends. And so we kind of happened to start dating around the same time and just quickly realized that, you know, we were into the same shit musically. Um, I was making some uh, solo music under the name Echo Chambers, which is still on Spotify and stuff, if anybody's interested in that. But Justin heard that and we kind of like decided that we definitely wanted to make a real full band together once um covid was kind of getting better and shows would start happening again and uh so that's how me and justin met it was kind of like our brainchild but scoot our drummer i just a mutual friend showed them the stuff we were recording and um they were immediately like before i even met them they were like i want to play drums in this band um and that's how we met scoot and scoot brought on a bassist steven who is on all the recordings um but unfortunately they weren't really trying to live to her life full band commitment mode um they're a great human and super talented and i love them but they just wanted to do something else so we recently got a bassist um through justin named reese who's also awesome and super talented so yeah. do you guys uh you guys partners like your music then or no not at all my answer is absolutely yes <laughs> i'm just I feel kidding like justin's <laughs> lying <laughs> most of my most of our songs are about my partner so even if they're not into it they pretend to be that's very polite of them yeah <laughs> Oh, geez. All right. Where was I? I got lost in my questions list. So are you guys, uh, you mentioned you were in a previous band there. You guys have any side projects or, or previous bands going on within the members right now? Um, yeah, no, no. I think Reese no. plays in a couple local bands, but not, I, I don't honestly, I, I, I'm not sure what <laughs> right now that he's doing. Um, and then, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll I'm, I'm pretty much fully doing project. this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, do the old promo thing. Uh, what what labels released the EP "No More Bad Dreams" and where can we purchase physical copies? Uh, no, we yeah, we self released it, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we do have cassettes up on our Bandcamp, and the tapes are translucent pink, and they're very cool. Put the tapes out yeah. yourself. Yep. Yep. Nice. Nice. Because yep. I was looking all um, over for that. I'm like, who released this? I'm just gonna ask them. <laughs> like, I don't see anything. <laughs> no tags. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, we're so new. Um, I don't. Yeah, we we've been kind of on this train of like, we would love, and I will say this again, we would love to work with a label for future releases. Um, but uh, also like. We, we will also stubbornly continue to just self-release and do everything ourselves uh, for as long as we have to. <laughs> I think that COVID kind of made us work backwards a little bit um, since shows and stuff weren't happening. You know, that's something that a lot of labels are interested in seeing. Um, and so we put out the whole EP before we ever played a show, um, but we just wanted to get it out and, so now we're kind of taking the beginning band steps of like playing shows and getting out there and doing regional things um, to prove ourselves worthy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that, uh, that happened to a lot of bands. I mean, they couldn't put out shows. They didn't want to sit on their materials. So DIY, self-release it, whatever. If you can't play shows, but you're writing music, might as well put it out, right? Yeah, exactly. Totally. It, it was good, though. I'm like, I'm very happy with that little uh, span of time that we were just working in private and putting stuff together. I think it definitely made us like able to come out stronger uh, when the time came. Yeah. And I 
uh, I will also plug Chance that we, we Chance did, Chance recorded, every, we recorded that whole EP. We did not go to a studio. Chance mixed, mastered all of that himself, um, which is That was my next really question. Rad. So I was going to say was it was all DIY that way too, right? Yeah, there was yep. no outside influence or like assistance in that department either. Well, you did a good job. I like the the mix and mastering. It sounds great. Thank you. I mean, I obviously have my own things, but people always tell me it sounds good. So I just take their word for it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you're always going to be your own harshest critic, right? When you listen back exactly. to mixes and, and your own music, right? Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> I feel like we've gone through that already in a short period of time of, of like, do, should we go to a like nice studio and drop all this money? And then it just kind of always circles back to like, you know, trusting ourselves and yeah, it, like at the end of the day, if I, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've heard people say that before and I think it's really true. Like we should be the biggest fans of our band. Um, and if we think what we're doing is really fucking cool, then that's at the end of the day, hopefully all that matters. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Plus, I like the the little bit of rough around the edges, mixing and mastering. If you guys were too overproduced, you'd just sound too fucking poppy, which like you could do. You could go that route for sure. But I like that it has that uh, that grit to it still. I 100% agree. I mean, like I said, I've been I've grown up on like hardcore music and like even late 70s, early 80s punk. So like that is how music is supposed that is how this type of music is supposed to sound to me um so i think even if we did go to a studio there would be a lot of work put into basically moving backwards you know and not letting it get too poppy and too clean um because i don't really want to do that i think a band that does that perfectly and has like maintained that really well is joyce manor you know like there's there's some poppier stuff, but it to me at least it never really sounds like too clean and overdone. Yeah, they they kill it. They just dropped that new single too. That's uh that's it's a little more so on the good. poppier side I love of their it. work. It's I love great. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still hoping the yeah. album's gonna be a little grittier though. When I heard this single, I was like, Oh, is this whole album gonna be like oh, a softer the end, album? The, the end of the single where he starts yelling again. I was just like, it restored. Not that I lost faith in that band, but it was just like, fuck yes, they haven't lost this, you know? That's true. I was waiting for it too. I'm like, oh, is this whole track going to be uh, softer? But no, it's great. Yeah. It's great. I'm excited yeah. to hear that shit. I'd like so, to just uh, formally formally announce that I just got the Gmail notification that we have reached 100 followers on Spotify just now. Just now? Hey. <laughs> yeah, just now. <laughs> you heard it here first on that. <laughs> You, big announcement you broke the I'll, news. I'll put that <laughs> in the caption yeah i'll put that in the the bio my writing <laughs> massive massive announcements were made <laughs> beautiful guys thanks for uh, thanks for debuting that that's exciting yeah so uh, <laughs> who did the uh who did the artwork for your guys album it's a local artist um their name is z and they are one half of an art collective here in town called Ghoulgate. It's on Instagram, it's at G-H-O-U-L-G-A-T-E. And they're amazing. I mean, I don't know. I think that artwork speaks for itself. They, everything they do is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, big fan. Um, are you guys currently writing new material? I know you just released things I do last week. Now that you got a hundred followers um, and you're famous and everything. Yeah. Is there going to be a big LP coming out or. Well, yeah, now that, now that we're famous, now that we're famous, we have to make people wait for um, like two years or whatever, you know? Yeah. All, all 100 of them. <laughs> we are. And by we, I mean, uh, I, I genuinely do mean chance, but uh, yeah, we, we have really not stopped writing since a year ago um we yeah it's it's been a really cool process because um we we sort of have it, it's not like oh we wrote our sixth song we have an ep now it's more like we have this pool of songs that we can kind of pick and choose 
where we want to use them, how we want to use them, um, and that still is the case. So we 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 are currently writing, and um, hopefully we'll be putting out another EP. Um, I mean, if it's self-released, it'll probably be later this year. Would be my guess. We can officially announce though that we do have a single coming out on May twentieth. Yeah, and it has an internet b-side also so it's two yep. songs but um yeah that'll come out on may 20th and i think that is currently everyone in the band's favorite song so uh that's really, really? exciting yeah that is exciting yeah yeah well, i'm definitely hyped to and hear that, it yeah that'll yeah uh that comes out a week before we also leave to go out on our our first tour um so that that's awesome as well news perfect here. that was my uh <laughs> wow, look at that two two or two announcements that's three now three announcements yeah yeah <laughs> you're getting all the exclusive content all right you guys have the not just a face title belt for most uh brand new announcements made within an episode <laughs> congratulations oh, yeah. i don't think anyone's gonna i don't think anyone's gonna take that three different announcements <laughs> you'll be holding that title belt for quite some time <laughs> um so you mentioned tours there justin <laughs> you guys got shows booked for the near future coming up yeah oh yeah yeah we do um it, we will we leave uh end of may to the beginning of june we're doing a, i think it's 11 days uh but we'll be out um going down to florida and coming back up with uh the band farseek um who i believe now are based out of uh georgia um but cameron writes great emo songs and we are like beyond stoked to be kind of going out as a support for them on a, on the, on their much bigger tour They'll so be how many, how many dates did you say you're, how many dates uh, we're doing i think going? 11 that's exciting 11 total yeah yeah we're we're all even played shows yet beyond excited We'll play our third. Yeah, we'll play our third <laughs> show this Saturday. <laughs> I was like, you're going um, on an 11 date tour. Have you guys even played yet? Because you just said shows are just back. So. Yeah, yeah, we're just, just winging it. Saturday. We're just winging it. It's not just a phase. <laughs> not just a phase. We got we got the freshest bands out here. <laughs> they just yeah. they just they just they just formed yesterday, and they're on the show today. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, we have our third show, and then. Um, we'll be heading out on tour so we'll see how it goes oh since you guys have only played a few shows uh, i'm sure there's a massive list but uh what band haven't you played with that you'd you'd love to share the stage with what's the dream dream list are we going dream list or like maybe in the near future could happen and would be cool list let's do both fuck it why not yeah. Well, as what's far realistic, as, and then what's what's pipe dream? Yeah. Um, I would love to play a show with Teenage Halloween. Um, I love that band, and I think we would play a very cool show together. Um, do you have any, Justin? I need to think. Always. Uh, I mean, my like no time or whatever. I guess or yeah, reality is not a thing. Like, I I would what like i would have loved to have played a show with the title fight at one point um i love that band but realistically like uh i i, I think playing a show with um fifth wave emo heartthrobs oolong would be uh, a real yes. blast um, yes yeah we, we love that band as well and i don't think we mentioned them earlier in bands that we love but we love i'm band. shocked you didn't say mom jeans considering i get a little mom jeans vibe from you guys that's that's me. Well, I Justin likes mom jeans too, but I fucking love mom jeans. <laughs> so do I. I get ripped on for it, and I don't give a shit. I know. So I don't good. care. It's good. They're I don't so care. cheesy. Yeah. It's so good, though. It's I don't awesome. Care. Yeah, it, it is, is really it is. good. Um, yeah, they're very good. Like, yeah, it's kind of they're, they're good musicians. Like, just even from that perspective alone, I'm like, those guys, they rip. Um, they're their awesome drummer is yeah. insane. Their drummer is insane. I mean, they all are great, but th that is a standout to me. Their drummer. Um, great band. Yeah, for sure. I also love the new album. I mean, I definitely it's it 
it doesn't connect quite like best buds but yeah. I, th- I think it's just a time and place thing you know like i, know, I think when i so much popier i, I still yeah. like it but it's so much so popier much. Yeah. yeah yeah i can still listen to it and have a lot of fun but best buds connected way differently definitely i think that that was probably one of the first things I said to Chance when he showed me songs. I was like, oh, this, do you know the band Mom Jeans? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get that forever. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the twinkly riffs, right? It's the uh, yeah. the Midwestern type math rocky riffs, right? But, but you still... guys got a harder edge to you. It's not overproduced. It's not too poppy. You know, like Mom Jeans right now has got that really well-produced sound, especially on that new album. Everything is so well recorded and mixed I know, it's like crazy to hear it is it's shocking it's but like it's a, it's a big comparison right yeah but i'm gonna i think that that works for their direction like i think that works for them absolutely you know absolutely Back like we never left. Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. We are talking with Chance and Justin from Kerosene Heights. They are fantastic. If you haven't heard them yet, you've been fucking up. But hopefully you're checking them out and hopefully you're a big fan now. Um, We were just chatting about mom jeans. I never thought I'd be able to do that on the show, so that's exciting. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Happy to have been able to do that. Wait till you hear my mom jeans fan fiction. (laughs) Kidding. <laughs> i'm kidding okay uh, that's, good. that's good i was like i draw the line i gotta draw the line somewhere man that's a whole different podcast yeah right edit out edit out huge sections of myself just to save myself the embarrassment <laughs> messages like dude isn't a mom jeans what the fuck <laughs> no shame damn it that's what the show's yeah. about Definitely not <laughs> So you guys, uh, you've only played a couple shows as a band. Um, do you have a favorite show memory so far? If not with your band, maybe with another band? Um, just a favorite live moment, like something you saw at a show that just like stood out to you? Uh, I have one that I wouldn't qualify as a favorite, but like a crazy thing that happened to me on tour one time. Um, because in the sense that it wasn't good at all or i'm not a fan of it but um it was it was crazy (laughs) so i was on tour with it's the only other tour i've been on um i was like 18 i think and i was uh traveling with my hardcore band at the time uh profane command and we were in baltimore and we were playing this house 
show and um, I was talking to my friend in the backyard who put on the show, who lived there. And I look away for one second and he's gone. We're like standing on this corner and I look around the corner and there's like this gaggle of skinheads, like an entire gang of skinheads all dressed up in the uniform, you know? And um, I never seen anything like that at the time. And of course they were being shitty because my friend had like told some story about something fucked up or racist that they did or said at a show to people. And it was just, it was some internal Baltimore drama that I had just kind of ended up at. Um, but it's, it was still probably one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And then a fight broke out and it was just wacky and wild and bad, <laughs> but we still played a really good show and that tour was fun. <laughs> yes, what counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. How'd the fight go? Skins get their ass beat or what? Um, no, unfortunately uh, not. Uh not it, cool. it was very short-lived. And I mean, these were like, you know, the punks at the show were peaceful people. Like it wasn't it yeah. it was very like unfair. They were like older big ass dudes. I don't know, it was really bizarre. Lousy. <laughs> <laughs> Also on that same tour, I played in D.C. while the Tea Party was like freaking out in D.C. and Washington was closed. This was like Obama era America. And so when we stopped in D.C., there was all these crazy Tea Party people there. And it was a wild time to be in D.C. for the first time (laughs) in your life. (laughs) Jesus. I, now that I'm thinking about it, there was a lot of wacky right wing bullshit going on. Yeah, that sounds like on the East like Coast on that tour. tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was shitty. Yeah, that's not good. It's not good. What about yourself, Justin? You got a favorite show or tour memory? Um, I, I, I mean, I certainly probably have a, a handful of some some like horror stories like those that are that are more fun to 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 tell um yeah. and and of of those probably my favorite was uh uh my my high school band uh somehow we all convinced our parents to let us go on like a eight day tour over the summer and uh That's we impressive. played the yeah it was it, i don't yeah, I don't know how we were able to be like, no, this is fine. There's, there's this is no totally adults. Safe. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, and probably one of the first nights we uh, we played in uh, in Lake Mary, Florida. I, I mean, it was you know, I had the I had the internet and I could email places and be like, let my band come play. And uh, surprisingly, a lot of places were just like, yeah, sure. Um, and one of them being the Lake Mary Pub, which is uh, a bit outside of Orlando, Florida. Um, and it is a small town and it was a shitty bar. And uh, yeah, uh, this other band tried to like jokingly steal my band's trailer. Uh, the <laughs> owner of the bar kept talking about how he had just gotten his pool tables refelted like m- multiple times and how expensive it was. Um, and started to kind of make us feel like he was about to try to charge us for playing because his pool tables got messed up. And so we're like trying to get all of our shit out as quick as possible and just leave. And uh, I was, and still am, I'm a neurotic mess of a person, but uh, I think my girlfriend at the time was there and I said, just call the cops, which she did. (laughs) And this very small town's like entire police force came and like surrounded this building. All of them came in, guns out, like drawn, ready to go. Uh, Yeah, so that that seems like excessive force. (laughs) Big surprise, big surprise. Oh yeah, shock, shocker, yeah. Classic. (laughs) Uh, Classic cops, man, they do it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, a real, real, yeah, real fun situation. Um, but so they come in, yeah, guns drawn. How's that end? You got out yeah. okay? Uh, we just left. I honestly, they were like, "Is everything okay?" And uh, we just kind of left. Um, I yeah. I so I guess it ended up okay. We, that band was probably never going to be invited back to the Lake Mary Pub to play again. But uh, that's okay. Would you go back and play it again? I uh, know there. I no. it, <laughs> the fact that they. <laughs> genuinely the fact that this place did a show is kind of 
surprising to me. Uh, it is like a old, I think it's the oldest building in this already very small shitty town and uh, definitely, it, yeah, it's a bunch of old drunks. Like it's not, <laughs> it oh, so isn't it a venue. A ven- not a venue at all. Interesting. No. <laughs> and, and how did the crowd like your music? <laughs> they're, they're, uh, what crowd? Yeah. <laughs> um, the other bands nice. thought we were great. Oh, that's what counts. <laughs> right on. That's right. Yeah. So uh, if you guys could see one band do a reunion show, who would it be and why? And you can't say title fight because I'm getting tired of hearing that. Ooh. I won't say it. <laughs> you can't. It won't happen. You got to accept it. Well, maybe it will, but I need something else here because everyone wants to see Title Fight, obviously. Yeah. Mine, honestly, would be I'll go really quick. Uh, chance, I can see that you're thinking right now. <laughs> uh, if you say the one I want to say, though. Um, well, I'm going to say two uh, just because I can never <laughs> just pick one. Um, but I, I would, mine, and if it doesn't show in our music, but I, I would pick. Um, Snow, snowing or Algernon, nice. um, definitely. I would love to see either of those bands play. Okay. Great picks, great picks. Yeah, Algernon was also mine. Like top of the top of the head, just like what comes to mind first would definitely be Algernon. Or oh, Glockamora would love to see Glockamora. Yeah. Reese did see Glockamora and maybe played with them. I think he said. Oh wow! Yeah, lucky duck. Seriously. So where was I? Perfect. So if you could do a guest vocal spot on any band's track, who would it be and why? I'd love to full yell on a new Mom Jean song. <laughs> Just really rough it up. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So who would you want doing vocals on a Kerosene Heights track if you could get any guest vocal feature? Oh, I big time know this. Okay, so like I can't say that I'm really a fan anymore. Um, respect to them and what they're doing. It's just not my thing. But Sam from Just Friends, the first Just Friends album. Have you heard that? I've not. No, I don't know. Oh, man, I love that album. And he has these like... I don't know. They're silly. Like his, his vocals are great. I love them. Uh, they're very, very distinct. Like, you know, exactly who you're hearing. Um, and yeah, it sounds in, in the best way, like someone who's about to just completely lose their voice, like in, yes. in the best way. <laughs> yes. Um, I love his voice on anything. He runs in that Bay area crowd too. Um, what was that like blink worship side project? that they did oh loudmouth uh, loudmouth yeah yeah that's another yeah. uh more recent example of the type of stuff he does but yeah that dude sam from just friends love his voice a lot it's it's a um, divisive voice a lot of people can't stand it but i love it i'm very into very blown out vocals uh you know throat ripping if you say it sounds like he's about to lose his voice like i mean obviously we listen to emo jesus christ we can put up yeah yeah (laughs) it's like there's points in that first just friends album where it sounds like he's having a breakdown for for real like on the verge of tears and in the best way magical that sounds magical very pop punk leaning like yeah it's good stuff i love it the first album though don't listen to newer stuff and then be like what are you talking about because they made a Mm-hmm. 180 somewhere else but um all right i'll check it out yeah it's great definitely yeah i think if i don't have at least one friend that's like i hate these vocals then i it, yeah that, that just doesn't happen <laughs> yeah i don't love the <laughs> and, band uh, yeah, I always have at least one person. yeah exactly so i guess we'll uh we'll jump a couple questions here what do you guys listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure to yourself or others if you don't have any shame like i don't we were talking about mom jeans earlier clearly we have no shame what do you listen to that uh people wouldn't expect that you listen to um so for me personally i'm kind of uh you know new to making emo music um so when i was younger and like 
up to very recently a lot of stuff that I just happily listen to now would have been shameful for me when I was into heavier, I'm still into heavy music, but when I was more actively oh, yeah. making yeah. heavy music. So things like the blink 182 self-titled, I love it. I love it so much. Um, I also, yeah. The one with, I miss you on it. Yeah. I thought that was definitely when it started going downhill in my yeah. opinion, but a lot of people's but i love that album <laughs> the first song feeling this is a ripper that everyone oh, else in the world yeah. seems to hate no i love that track <laughs> yeah it's so good also like i'm really into like some new trap music like i love Lil uzi vert <laughs> and listen oh, to okay. him all the time that's probably Definitely not my thing yeah 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 yeah. that's probably a, uh, a good one yeah it's a great answer it's a great yeah it's yeah. a great answer seriously uh my favorite rapper also young thug i love young thug can't get enough oh my god yeah okay. <laughs> oh my god Rob's Rob probably exactly like me where he's like i have nothing to contribute to that other than oh, yeah uh, this is me trying to be polite. But like, I always ask this question. I'm like, I shouldn't be judging people's musical opinions. You know, like it's all subjective. But then you, you say asked. something like that. And, you asked. <laughs> well, this is why I ask. Everyone, everyone likes different shit. You know. It's, yeah, for it's, sure. Let's, let's put it out there. No shit. I definitely have stolen some melodies from Lil Uzi Vert. Straight up. <laughs> oh, okay, Justin would have. <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are your what are your uh, musical skeletons in the closet or what do you listen to um, that people don't expect that you would listen to i at, to to be very perfectly honest i i do again kind of hyper focus like i really only listen to like the same shit but um most recently i think the thing that got me that i was like uh with with my fiance in the car where i'm like she's way more into uh hip hop and like just all kinds of music she loves like 90s pop country um but the one that's gotten me most recently is uh Lil Nas X I, I, I every time I'm like put that back on that's uh he's got some good songs that Lil Nas X um <laughs> I'm leaning my forehead against the microphone yeah I I I, I just absolutely like I did not all expect right. that, but she would be like, you have to watch this music video from him. And I'm like, this is all incredible and so good. And I genuinely mean that. It is, it, I love it. Um, <laughs> and then I, I think this, this is probably not going to be, I, I, would, I would guess a lot of people that listen to this would probably be like, that's not really um, a guilty pleasure. But we did kind of collectively as a band just find out um, that every one of us uh, absolutely loves Third Eye Blind's um, like self-titled record, um, and that's one that I I joke about a lot. But it is true that I just told them I will uh, once a year, just just like Christmas, I will get very drunk, and whoever's with me when it happens, I will force them to listen to that whole record with me while I go on and on just gushing about how fucking good every part is. <laughs> Wow. Okay, I'll have to give that a re-listen before I pass any judgment because they had a couple bangers, uh, but they were like they were like radio Definitely. rock. I don't know. I never really listened to their actual albums, just the the radio hits. Yeah, actually, um, you should do that because Justin just put me on to that fact. Like, I don't dislike the radio songs at all, but uh, on our way to our second show in Raleigh, um, Justin kind of minus the drinking because he was driving but he did put the yeah. <laughs> record on and spend the duration of it telling me why it's so good and i have to say i agree it's great yeah i mean for all my emo fans out there dude is playing in like a lot of uh open tunings and stuff too so you know it's, it's really? legit. yeah really? interesting okay You've got me. Maybe I'll check that out after. Well, I got to do the edit after this too. But well, we'll we'll see. We'll see how much time I got today. Yeah. Maybe I'll you know. dip into some third yeah. eye blind on my Sunday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I got a couple stupid questions. Uh, assuming neither of you are pacifists, if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you can with no repercussions, who would you punch and why? Um. This. Is probably a yeah, super. Quick, one. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got one. This is, <laughs> this is probably a super common answer amongst emo pop punk world. And also, I would like to say that any Republican politician would come before this person. Um, but Machine Gun Kelly, I think I I hate I hate what he's doing. But yes. aside from that, I think he also just has a very fucking punchable face. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Even if I didn't ask him for it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's asking fuck for yeah. it. Love that answer. Love that answer. Yeah, Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Holy Great. shit. His emo boy music video, whatever the oh, fuck my that God. was. You're playing pop. It's a nightmare. Shut up. You're so bad. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. And it's like Machine Gun Kelly gets a lot of hate. But I still don't think it's enough. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there you go. That's good. <laughs> he was in the new Jackass movie, too. I'm like, oh, what oh, is this turd doing here? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh. Can't stand that guy. <laughs> Cannot stand bad. that. It's it's everything. Like, even the bad pop rapper, punk music aside. Generic pop punk. It's just, yes. Oh, man. And just annoying internet presence. Annoying <laughs> persona. Like, just awful, dude. Love that. Love that you went for a musician. Well, if you want to call, he probably has ghostwriters. Probably fucking no. Yeah. (laughs) Travis Barker is doing all of that. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Man, I feel good now. I feel great. Justin? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm very happy with that answer. You punching out anybody? Uh, You know, because I'm at work right now and because I've uh, worked through the past two years in a customer service job i'm going to just go ahead and oh, say God. any person that is mean to people that work in the food and beverage industry <laughs> absolutely fuck great you answer. and uh go eat at home <laughs> yeah. if you don't like it come give so me your you, money otherwise but if you're going to be a dick you can leave yeah fuck right off you so you're server then or cook or waiter or i don't know bartender I, or I bartends yeah. Okay. I, yeah. And oh, so you meet the real good ones, eh? Yeah. Well, and now living in Asheville, I bartend in a like tourists, uh, you know, paradise. Um, yeah. Justin's like right downtown. It, yeah. Uh, you see the best of the best. It, it's great. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, uh, you know, again, I'm from Florida. So I, I, I say this with knowing that, but we, we get a lot of like, we're a, a tourist destination for people. Asheville is for like Tennessee, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Like that's the people that come to Asheville. Uh, just in case you're trying to get a full <laughs> picture painted here of, of who we've dealt with over the past year and a half. Uh, <laughs> it's been great. Jesus. So a couple million punches were held back over the past few years then I bet. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I got. I'm I'm very grateful. I work somewhere where I can just tell people to leave, though. Um, which is oh, great. true, nice. You can just get them out. Like, yeah, this guy's got to go. Yep, I love my job, love my bosses, and uh, yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. If someone's being an asshole or belligerent, I just I'm like, hey, there's a hundred other places you can go, but you're not staying here. Bye. Nice. That's good that you you have a job that you you like. I mean, shit, most people don't. So that is definitely something crazy to have. Yeah, rules. I'm I'm very grateful for it. Um, definitely. Nice. Happy for you. That's good to have. I wish I liked my job. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I got um I got a new question though that I haven't asked anyone yet. Uh, uh, oh, oh, that's number four then for uh, breaking. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit! Look at that debuting. We're breaking a, a lot of ground right now. <laughs> this is crazy. Not, that, not that anyone's keeping count, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> Innovative episode. I asked a new question here. Do you guys have like a deep knowledge of any specific subject, random shinfo or fun facts you'd like to nerd out about? You well versed in any strange topic? I don't know. Maybe I'll formulate probably this question better for, for the future. Emo, emo music, probably emo music and pop punk or whatever that whole umbrella is for me. Um, right. I, that, yeah, definitely. I, if, if I could, if I could go to, to school and get a degree in like emo history, I would totally be really into going to college. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I back that. I could do that for sure. Totally. Yeah. Like just I could emo be into historian. That. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> way too much, way too much useless information nobody would ever give a shit about. 
<laughs> definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But that's probably about it for me. Yeah, okay. Um, I would say something that I know too much about for yes. no real reason uh, is the status of the opiate crisis in America, <laughs> um, which is yeah. kind of a serious dive. Uh, it's a, a serious dive. Yeah, it's a serious turn, and I'm not trying to uh, do that. But good. it's yeah. I um, I was addicted to opiates for a, a while, and uh, definitely had a huge impact on my life. You know, and um, actually, like I didn't even start uh, playing a guitar or playing music like this until I got sober two years ago, and there's just like so much fuckery going on, you know, like with all of that, which we don't need to get into, but there's just so much to it and so many parts and pieces and like reasons why things are the way they are, you know? And um, so I spend that, I would say that outside of music, that is just like a thing happening that I like, I'm reading every article. I'm listening to every podcast. I'm reading books about uh, in my spare time just to know everything about it. I think because it afflicted me so much that I'm just trying to like understand it to the fullest um, to maybe feel better about it or something. I don't know, but True. Um, yeah, that that's my like random other deep dive of information that I take often. Oh, congrats on your sobriety. Thank um, you. To my, to my small knowledge of the opioid crisis, there's a reason they call it a crisis. <laughs> yeah. It's that, uh, heavy shit for sure. Yeah, I think it's we're crossing the... over into epidemic now. Yeah, seriously. Like, it's not getting any better by no. any means. Yeah, I've had some friends. I've had some friends go to it as well. So I've, uh, I've done my research into it. So. Yeah, you, definitely. It's hard to avoid. I mean, everybody knows somebody, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys could give the world a gift, what would it be and why? Uh, it doesn't the have second to be kerosene high TP. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would cure the world of all its ailments. Oh, Lord, I was going to say patience. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm absolutely a million percent sure there's a better answer. <laughs> that was a pretty good answer. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, I if I was gonna go with like a patience type answer, I would say understanding. Um, it would be cool if if people just could take themselves out of themselves and understand others for a second. I think that would resolve a lot of issues in a very simplistic way. You know. Good answer. Yeah. And the Kerosene Heights second EP. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Justin? Anything to add? No, yeah, I mean, I agree with Chance. That's that was kind of going to be my uh, again because I can't just pick one, but it would have been like patience and and um, and really understanding, like really trying to like. I I I don't think enough people try hard enough right now to like really. Um, understand where someone else is coming from and uh, that's a bummer to me most of the time um, I think yeah if more people mm -hmm. just kind of listened and didn't talk as much and it, yeah we'd probably be in a lot better place I'd have to agree I'd have to agree so what's the what's the next big goal or accomplishment that you guys want to reach as a band like is there a big venue festival you've always dreamed of playing or any goal or milestone you want to accomplish in the near future as a band We've yeah. accomplished a couple that are secrets that we can't tell you right now. Um, but Secretive. they were very mysterious. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll see soon enough. I'm doing the evil hand thing right now for anybody mm -hmm. that just hears this. But um, yeah, um, I would love to leave the country for music. That would be tight. Yeah, you can come to Canada anytime. That'd be cool. What part of Canada yeah. are you in? Uh, I'm like an hour away from Toronto. That's what I tell people because no one knows yeah. anything but Toronto if you're not from Canada. So, Well, I've actually been to Canada once when I was pretty young. And uh, I went to Montreal <laughs> and Quebec. Uh -oh. 
So I didn't, I didn't, I haven't, didn't even hit Toronto. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Montreal it's was cool though. I liked it. Is it? Never been. I, oh, really? Yeah. I think very, no. very French. <laughs> very French. Yes. Yeah. A lot of French population there. That was a big takeaway for me as a like 11 year old, you know. Like all, all the signs are different. Yeah. <laughs> and and they put like fucked up images on the cigarette packs there. Yeah, they've been doing that here in Canada Good. for a while. Yeah, we don't yeah. we don't do that. We just get the little uh general warning that's like don't smoke if you're pregnant. But y'all have those gnarly like fold out things of oh, like yeah. black hearts and stuff. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Those started happening when I was like I was like 16 or 17. Yeah. Um, I was smoking then because I'm an idiot. But um, yeah, I started buying packs and like I'd get my packs and be like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> that's not what I want yeah. to like, pack, pack a, a cancer stick. What is this? <laughs> I also had my first, uh, my first cheese curd in Canada. Like, poutine? they also were poutine. Yeah. Not, not like on the fries. I know that's a thing, but like, at the gas station, you could buy a little bag of flavored just cheese curds. You know what I'm talking about, Rob? I love that. No, I don't. Well, I associated that. You guys do that with your right? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> associated that with your whole country, and I probably shouldn't have. But it was great. No, in a good way. I was like, this is fucking sick. Sounds pretty aggressive. Yeah, I can't cool. say I've ever had flavored cheese curds just in a bag. Oh, they're very strange. That that must have well, been a one-off. You sir have not lived. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesus, well, what about yourself, Justin? What would you like to accomplish here? You got some more um, um, secrets yeah. and mischievous plans, or what? Wait, I, we definitely do. We we've got a uh, cool announcement that we'll make at some point down the line here. Um, that I I that has been a goal of mine for a really long time. So I'm excited for us to uh, get to announce mysterious. that. Um, and so then uh, mine would definitely just be to to have the opportunity to um, to to be able to do like a you know a full U.S. tour or to leave the country. I mean, I've I've. I had a band that tried to do a full U.S. tour that ended disastrously. So just to have one where like we finish would be the coolest thing to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's nothing specific. I mean, I, it would just, you know, I'll play in your house in Iowa. Uh, nice. That, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to I play with Joyce Manor too. That would be fucking tight. Oh, That would be a big one yeah. for me. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. So if y'all are listening, put us on a bill. Yeah. Or if you have a house in Iowa. Yeah. (laughs) More so the house in Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do a whole tour of just houses. I've talked about this before because I love house house show energy. Yeah. Yeah. House shows are my favorite. Like, for sure. I think it's way... I like being same level with the audience and just like... 50 to 100 people crammed into someone's living room like that is just like punk as fuck and just real as it gets to me as far as music like the way you feel at that event as someone attending or playing like I don't think anything beats that it definitely would obviously be cool to play to a shit ton of people but like just the connection there is unlike any other you know I like a nice clean bathroom. I know it's not very yeah. rock of me to say, but I appreciate when <laughs> when yeah. I'm at a house show and I'm like, oh, that's a regular bathroom. I don't exactly because like it's someone's house. going into it. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. They have yeah, to like all... do everything there. They're not going to let it look like a venue. No shit. I've been to some house, house show tour. venues that are gross, but yeah, all house show tour. Yeah, me too. On... <laughs> on some like, on some like. Uh... Dave Grohl getting the van shit. Like, we just hit the houses. Well, I do. So, we're going to wrap her up here, guys. Any last plugs, shout outs, causes, anything you want to speak on? Uh, floor is yours. The mic's yours. Then we'll play a little outro track. Call it a day. Dope. Thank you for having us. Yeah, seriously. Thanks for having us. Hopefully, we can meet in real life at a 
freaking Kerosene Heights Canada house show one day. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been great. Um, we're really excited. We're really excited for things to come. And uh, thank you to everybody who listens to us. And thank you to whoever is our 100th follower on Spotify. Yeah. yeah shout we'll out to that person. On tour. Yeah. On tour May, June um, in the Southeast. Uh, come see a show. Uh, we have limited number of cassettes that we uh, pressed ourselves for No More Bad Dreams. Get one. I'm not making those again. <laughs> uh, so that's it. And um, yeah, come see a show. Buy some merch. Also, if any that's- bands hear this that want to go on tour with us, because we're a bunch of wild and crazy fun fellas and people, uh, <laughs> just hit us up on Instagram. That, uh, and we'd probably be happy to play some shows with you. What's the Instagram? You want to plug that for the under there? At Kerosene Heights, straight up. For, we we lucked out. No, no one else yeah. has that. Yeah. And that's Instagram, Twitter, email, Gmail, whatever. Email, <laughs> email Gmail. Yeah. She, she doesn't email. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't email. Send I have a pager. <laughs> I have a pager you can reach me at. Send snail mail. Just write me a letter to <laughs> the pigeon carrier. Yeah. Courier pigeon. Courier pigeon. That's what I'm looking for. Nice. All right. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure again. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. It's been a fun chat. We should definitely do it again sometime. Sounds good. Thanks for definitely. having us. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> it seems like. Too scared to try Too old to act this way But still too young to die I hate my friends I don't know why I'm past the point of getting